Good morning. It's February 27th, and this is your daily brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. In a historic leap for U.S. space exploration, Intuitive Machines successfully landed its Odysseus probe near the moon's south pole on February 22nd, marking the first American moon landing since the Apollo era. This momentous event, however, was not without its challenges. The landing encountered complications, including a sideways touchdown and navigational issues that prevented the deployment of the Eagle Cam, a key piece of equipment designed for the mission. Despite these initial setbacks, the mission was salvaged thanks to an experimental NASA payload, known as the Navigation Doppler LiDAR. This technology played a crucial role in overcoming the difficulties faced during the landing. Post-landing, the Odysseus lander experienced communication troubles and issues with its solar panels, prompting flight controllers to work diligently to collect as much data as possible before the lander goes dark. The precise location of the lander was confirmed by NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter Camera Team, ensuring that the mission's achievements could be accurately documented. Communication with the Odysseus lander is expected to continue until Tuesday morning, a testament to the resilience and ingenuity of the team behind this mission. Intuitive Machines is a key player in NASA's Commercial Lunar Payload Services contracts, tasked with building private lunar landers for the upcoming Artemis missions aimed at returning astronauts to the moon. President Biden's congratulations to Intuitive Machines and NASA underscore the mission's significance, highlighting America's commitment to leading the world back to the moon through innovative public-private partnerships. This mission represents a significant milestone for Intuitive Machines, which received approximately $118 million from NASA to deliver scientific payloads, further cementing its role in the future of lunar exploration. In a pivotal moment for digital free speech and platform regulation, the U.S. Supreme Court is currently deliberating on laws from Florida and Texas aimed at limiting how social media companies moderate content. These laws, backed by Republican officials across 20 states, have ignited a fierce debate about the balance between free speech and the role of social platforms in public discourse. At the heart of this controversy is the tech industry's challenge to the laws, asserting that they infringe upon the platform's First Amendment rights to editorial discretion. The Supreme Court's review comes in the wake of high-profile incidents, such as the suspension of former President Donald Trump from Twitter and Facebook, which have intensified discussions on the power of social media giants to control the flow of information. During Monday's hearings, Florida's Solicitor General argued against the platform's ability to censor speech, while the justices' skepticism hinted at the legal and ethical complexities involved in regulating digital speech. As the court's decision looms, expected by June. The stakes are high. The outcome could redefine the landscape of social media moderation, setting a precedent for how much control these platforms can exert over user content. This decision is poised to have significant implications not only for social media companies, but also for the broader discourse on digital rights and the regulation of online spaces. In a significant legal move, former President Donald Trump, alongside his adult sons, is pushing back against a hefty $454 million civil fraud judgment in New York. This appeal marks a pivotal moment, challenging a judge's decision that found Trump guilty of inflating his assets to secure loans and contracts, 
a ruling that carries not only a massive financial penalty, but also a three-year ban on conducting business in New York. The heart of the original judgment accuses Trump and his company, along with his children, of a conspiracy to deceive banks and insurers by overstating their wealth. This appeal seeks to overturn these findings and the consequential fines. However, it remains unclear whether Trump intends to request a suspension of the judgment while the appeal is underway. Should the appeal fail, Trump faces the daunting prospect of forfeiting a significant portion of his fortune, with the total amount due increasing daily until paid. This legal battle unfolds as Trump navigates a maze of ongoing legal challenges, all while campaigning for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. The outcome of this appeal could have profound implications for Trump's financial stability and his political future. As this story develops, it will be crucial to monitor how this appeal progresses and its impact on Trump's endeavors, both in the courtroom and on the campaign trail. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission, backed by eight states and the District of Columbia, is stepping up to challenge the $24.6 billion merger between grocery giants Kroger and Albertsons. This lawsuit marks a critical juncture in the ongoing debate over the consolidation of major players in the grocery industry, raising alarms over potential repercussions for consumers and employees alike. The core of the lawsuit revolves around concerns that the merger could lead to higher food prices and lower wages for grocery workers, posing a threat to affordable access to groceries for millions of Americans. On the flip side, Kroger stands firm, arguing that the merger is a win-win for consumers, promising lower prices and a broader selection of goods. The stakes are high, as the outcome of this legal battle is expected to reshape the landscape of the grocery sector, influencing not just market competition but also the balance between consumer choice and cost. Originally slated for completion early this year, the merger's timeline has now been pushed back, with expectations set for the first half of Kroger's fiscal year ending August 17th. Following the announcement of the lawsuit, Kroger's stock took a hit, dropping 1.72%, a clear signal of the market's growing apprehensions about the future of food pricing and competition in the grocery industry. This move by the FTC and the states involved mirrors a broader trend of increased regulatory scrutiny on large-scale mergers, as evidenced by recent actions against other major deals like Microsoft's acquisition of Activision. As this legal challenge unfolds, it will be crucial to monitor its implications not only for the grocery industry, but also for the broader narrative around market consolidation and its impact on consumers. The battle over the Kroger-Albertsons merger is more than a legal dispute. It's a pivotal moment that could define the future of grocery shopping in America. In an extraordinary act of philanthropy, Dr. Ruth Gottesman has transformed the future of medical education at Albert Einstein College of Medicine with a staggering $1 billion donation, making it tuition-free for all students starting this August. This monumental gift, sourced from the late Wall Street financier David Gottesman's fortune, marks a pivotal moment in the history of educational philanthropy in the United States, particularly as it becomes the largest donation ever made to a medical school. Dr. Gottesman's decision to donate this significant amount was driven by a desire to honor her late husband's legacy and to make medical education accessible to a broader, more diverse group of students. 
By removing the financial barriers associated with obtaining a medical degree, the donation is poised to attract a wide range of talented individuals who might otherwise be deterred by the cost. It's worth noting that the Gottesman family specified that the school's name remain unchanged, emphasizing the altruistic nature of this gift. The impact of this donation is profound. Albert Einstein College of Medicine, situated in New York's most economically challenged borough, has historically charged students over $59,000 a year in tuition fees. With nearly half of its students graduating with over $200,000 in debt, the transition to a tuition-free model is revolutionary. This move not only places Einstein alongside NYU's Grossman School of Medicine as one of the few tuition-free medical schools in the country, but also ensures that current students will see their fees for the upcoming semester refunded and future students will benefit from a cost-free education. In summary, Dr. Ruth Gottesman's unparalleled donation to Albert Einstein College of Medicine is a game-changer, making it the first medical school to offer free tuition to all its students in perpetuity. This historic gift is set to remove financial barriers to medical education, fostering a new generation of doctors equipped to serve without the burden of student loan debt. As the medical community and future students celebrate this generous act, the legacy of David and Ruth Gottesman will undoubtedly live on through the countless lives touched by this initiative. This has been your Daily Brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.